0: Kathy Wood, Kathy Bay, thinks that fintech is on a five-year horizon. The translation is that huge innovation is sweeping fintech. And how companies evolve with these changes determines who will swim and who will sink. There are three trends in particular that we can look at. And if you're in finance at all, this is applicable. If you're in tech, if you have an app or a website, all of this is applicable to you. It's not just about fintech. But I'm going to give you a couple of... Insights from this brand new article our friends at Nine Labs in Atlanta just put out. It's called The Five-Year Fintech Forecast, Who Will Survive? You can check out the article at Ninelabs.com, N-I-N-E labs, spelled out, Ninelabs.com. There are three trends that we need to look at. And the first one in particular has to do with design, user interface design. Exceptional UI is table stakes. The financial institutions without great UI, legacy banks, have a lot of work to do because great design, A UI that's both beautiful to look at and easy to use is simply table stakes today. The best companies create exceptional user interfaces from the first version of their product, and it's a given because customers won't settle for anything less than what they're used to. If you are an old fashioned app or a legacy brand or bank or have a website that needs to be updated, an app that looks a few years old, you need to update your UI or as Nine Labs says, die. If you're already innovative and newer as a fintech startup, you still need to update your UI regularly, too. And that goes for me. That goes for Voice, uh, Because even though it may seem cutting edge right now, you could be the legacy system on the other end of the five-year horizon. This always happens in cycles of tech. You can't sleep on UI and design once you've launched, no matter how successful you are in the moment. Now, let's talk about Robinhood in particular. As you know, on this show, we have done a few episodes about Robinhood. I am not a fan of a lot of aspects of this app, because you know what? It encourages way too much frequent trading, takes advantage of dopamine and this casino gambling addictive mindset that we are all prone to as humans with our 150000 year old hardware that's your operating system in your brain it's that old it's like a fight or flight animal thing and that's what happens when we deal with money money is more excitatory in the brain than sex gambling or chocolate money lights up your brain and robin hood knows exactly how to design an app to make people keep trading more and massive numbers of people are flocking to Robinhood. They had their most downloads of all time in January 2021, 3 million downloads for the month. And that compare that to Coinbase, OK? For context, that had 1.3 million downloads. And then there's the China-owned app, Webull, that I want to talk about. They had 800,000, but get this. If you think about Schwab, legacy and tons of information. So if you've ever used the Schwab app, I've traded on there. Just I trade on a lot of different apps. I like to have kind of a bake off and know what's going on from a design perspective and on all these offerings. Schwab has so much information. They're very legit. I mean, they've pioneered the commission-free trading. I'm a fan of the brand. And it's a very detailed app, though. I mean, I haven't even probably used half the features on it. Robinhood is maybe too easy. That's what they are criticized for, their trading features. If you look at legacy fintech giants like Citibank and Schwab, you could say they're trailing the pack as far as design and UI compared to Robinhood. They provide robust functionality, but they lack that polished UI, the slick interactions that we see from challenger banks and brands. In the spirit of keeping this briefing brief, tune back in for part two on Thursday.